to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is an unlikely pairing, question mark? It's Tommy Schwanfelder and Mark Bonani, everyone. Woo! Woo! Mark, I just like to pair you with other people, I guess. (laughs) Hey, I'll talk to musicals with anybody. Uh, And we're here. How is everyone, by the way? How are we? Before we get started. So far, so good. Great. We won't end this way. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And we're here today to talk about the 1959, I hope that's the one, because I only watched that one. I didn't watch the yeah. 1940 movie. Uh, Lil Abner. The screenplay is by Melvin Frank. Music by Dean DePaul? Gene DePaul. Gene. Ow. Oh, I spelled it wrong. That's on me. Um... Lyrics by Johnny Mercer, directed by Melvin Frank, and according to IMDb, as Sadie Hawkins' day approaches, Daisy May hopes to win the hand of Lil Abner by catching him in the traditional race. I fucking hated this. <gasps> what? I fucking hated all of this. Okay, I'm... so Mark, you and I will hang out. John will go home. Yeah, cut. you're cut from the episode. I hated this i was i was so confused as to what they were saying i watch everything with as i I say a lot i watch everything with subtitles i still don't know what the lines were (laughs) they're all like like and they're saying words with consonants and vowels and their names are just the weirdest thing ever and then jerry lewis shows up and i wanted to bitch slap him like (laughs) he was available on set that day that's the only reason they did that that's literally the only reason they did that it's also the biggest star on the planet at the time i hate it i'm sorry it's my 21st century ideals (laughs) put on to me mark i thought you picked this because you made a joke when we did kiss me kate about the toxic masculinity and that you've picked like uh like in uh former episodes yeah and this one, I was just like, they have a race, <laughs> the Sadie Hawkins race, and it's all only about like a woman's worth is to get married <laughs> in this. Uh, <laughs> More like a man's I, worth is almost to get married. They switch it around. They flip it around. You never I heard also, of Sadie Hawkins Day before I was just going to ask, I've heard, do you I've know, heard of Sadie Hawkins. I don't know. I've never seen Little Abner. I've never read the comics. Well, no, I know of the Sadie Hawkins to. dance as like a concept and everything but i was just like it's still all about the men though like (laughs) that's what i felt like in this i i thought it was really you know the women were in charge the women were the one chasing after the guys they were the ones who want them a certain way and they had them physically changed and then they didn't want that okay that one I, i that one i got but i was still just like I mean, half the time I wrote down, am I on drugs with this? Because it's so bonkers. It's a cartoon. It's a comic book. We don't know your life. Satirical comic book. (laughs) Yeah. I got, 
I was. This is around Archie times, right? Because is that what the the uh, drawings? I don't were? know when Archie came out. I think Archie would have been a little bit later, but this was still in the heyday of the comic oh. idea. Oh, this is uh Yeah, because Little Abner went back a long time prior. Yeah. Yeah, it's a satirical comic. Uh that started in thirty four. Wow. From August August thirteenth, nineteen thirty four to November thirteenth, nineteen seventy seven. So I was just, I'm sorry, I was just so mad at this. And did you this was so popular though, this um not the musical per se, but just Little Abner, they had a theme park. There yeah. was a Dog Patch USA theme park. Oh my god. Was there? Where was it? It's in Tennessee. It was in Tennessee. Uh, I can't remember where right now and I can't look it up. Oh but man. I, I can't look it pictures. up. Oh, like I'm that lazy. I can just pick up my phone. Little Abner and other media. Let me see. Yeah, Sheet music, a... comic books, public service there's, works. There was a Dog Patch USA theme park with, and you could meet Lil Abner and Daisy May and all the characters. Oh, I'm so mad! I cannot go there right now. And I've seen Take pictures. John with me. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen pictures of the abandoned properties and everything, and it's kind of scary. It's kind of haunting, actually. Mm. I don't know what it looks like now, but the photos I've seen are kind of eerie. But yeah, you can go to Dog Patch USA. I think it's in Tennessee. Um, it's in. Hold on, I'm still looking. Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Marble Falls, Arkansas. Ooh, yeah. The picture on the Wikipedia page looks a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm interested in, because it looks haunted and things like that. Like there's there's other theme parks I've seen abandoned, and I'm like, yes, because that's terrifying. But no, guys, I hated this movie. I'm sorry. I <laughs> am flabbergasted. I'm so sorry. When sorry. they were when they were when they had that whole dance about having the town evacuated because they're the worst town in the world that the atom bomb was going to be tested there i was like what is happening here yep don't take the, don't that take the rag off the bush don't that take the rag off in the bush uh-huh. jubilation tea corn bone okay i still don't know who jubilation tea corn bone is. he's the one who uh lost the war <laughs> for the for the south oh uh- yeah, they, they basically just framed him as the guy who made the South lose the Civil War. Yeah, okay. he's a idiot, and he comes from Dogpatch. And he, okay. <laughs> and he, so, so he didn't found uh, Dogpatch. Uh, dog he's the, he's just the famous person from the town. Did he found Dog? I think he founded Dogpatch. That no? I'm not sure. I just think I they think just he, I think he found him. a Dogpatch. Although, is that song supposed to be their Shapoopy? That's where I was. I was seeing like other influences in hey, this. You know, it's just the Michael Kidd dance numbers. I was just going to ask. This is Michael Kidd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he technically didn't do the film. Um, his assistant, Dee Dee. Um, oh God, Dee Dee Woods. She's one of the the one of the wives in the in the movie. Actually, mm-hmm. recreated his choreography for the film. So she's technically the choreographer on the film. Is she uh, the one with the white hair? With the white hair. Mm-hmm. So there are and that, two. And that scratchy voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's one of them, Dee Dee Wood. The other one is Mark Bro. That's her. That's her husband. Um, that's her husband, who was also in the original Broadway cast. Together, they they choreographed the films, uh, Sound of Music and Mary Poppins. 
Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, she's Royalty. one of like the dancing penguins and he's like the the dancing cow in, in Mary Poppins and <laughs> Yeah. Well, I have to say that choreography in this film is amazing. It's very specific. It's very specific. I'll give you it's that. It's really good. <laughs> I'll it's give really, you really good. I'll give you that. And there was there was one line that I actually laughed at, and I can't remember. One line. There was one line. Oh that my I laughed god! At. Just one. One. Although, when the character Apassionata von Climax was introduced, I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> they tried really hard to get that name cut out of the film. I wonder why. <laughs> this is also like the horny side of the golden age of Hollywood. Um, that they're so horny, but they are fully clothed and, you know, <laughs> yep. nothing really happens, but everyone's talking about sex in a right. way. Oh, well, we God. want to broaden our horizons. Your horizons oh, are broad enough. Broad enough. Especially yep. yours. I mean... And- the original Apassionata von Climax on Broadway. Do you know who it was? I can look it up. But I, I well, do. No, no. Thank you, Mark. I knew you would. Well, because Mark knows Miss, everything. That's why. Miss Tina Louise, Ginger. Miss Ginger from, from Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah, she turned down the film. <laughs> yeah, the and only three people the from the show. original Broadway cast not in the movie are Apassionata von Climax, Tina Louise, uh, Edith Adams, who played Daisy May, she was pregnant when they were filming, so she had to drop out. And the third one is oh, Charlotte Mammy Yeldum. Yeah, no Charlotte, no Mrs. Um, Garrett for us. No, but who was she, she supposed? Was she the mom? The mom, yeah. But she did the one who played the mom in the film did do it on Broadway and the national tour, and supposedly, I believe, was the the first choice for the role originally, but couldn't take it, and they gave it to Charlotte Ray. Yeah, well, because uh, uh, Billy, Billy, oh, kill me right now, right? Billy something, but uh, Mammy Yoakum in the movie, that's Witchy Poo from H.R. Puff and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She, I've, I feel like I've heard her voice somewhere else, too. You like have. Maybe... She did a lot of voiceover work. <laughs> yeah. Definitely have. There was some, I was like, there's something about you that I know I've heard. I just can't. She's brilliant in this film. I also, like. Didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and just that she has these I'm ethereal so... powers to, like, you know, she can. When magic future. was introduced, sense, sense when her her Abner's in danger. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who's that other guy? The one that in the green, the green suit, oh, eagle eye, legal. legal. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is happening with all of this? Oh, man, it's so stylish. It's so... It's, I agree. Mark and I, Brilliant. you, you and me, we See, got I this. was I was getting Seven Brides vibes from this. Well, That's where my brain went. This is sort of, in some ways, a follow-up. That's what the movie most of these people worked on and did the score for. The same people who wrote the score, Michael Kidd. It's a lot of the people who did Seven Brides then followed it up with this film. So that is not uh, too far off. Yeah, but I was still... But at least, you know, with... I don't know where I'm going. What did you want to say, Tommy? Well, no, I do have a question. So with the studios at the time, with contracts, et cetera, et cetera, like you were saying, Mark, a lot of the Broadway cast went into the film. However, was there... Like, I just recognize a lot of the... Especially the chorus people from Guys and Dolls. Like, there were a lot of people 
who crossed um, over. Is this just contract stuff? It Probably. could be, you know, so many of the dancers, in fact, most of the dancers, like all the wives are actually uncredited. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm like, I can't look up a name, but I just yeah, recognize I, so, so many I'm, of them. I'm, that's entirely possible. They could also have been in the original Broadway cast of. So was Julie, New- was Julie Newmar in the show? In the original mm-hmm. cast? Mm-hmm. As yep. Stupefying As, uh, Jones? Stupefying Jones. She show was. Yeah. Who was the, rev- what was the reverend name? Um, the Reverend Marion Sam. Oh, Marion oh, Sam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He that was nicely, nicely, right? Yes. Okay. Because guys and dolls. <laughs> once they got to the metronomial, metronomial stomp, whatever that words. Yeah, Come on, I was just like, all, it stops the wedding a bunch of times, and we get little reprises of all the songs. But I was, Come I was on. like, I was like, this is you, this is your sit down again. You're doing, that's what you're doing again here. I, hey, he did a, I liked his voice. I liked the talent. I just don't know what I didn't like about this. I just felt icky. I guess I didn't yeah. see the the satirical nature of it. I don't and, know. But I, I think because I actually wrote this in my notes that even this show, except for a few little, okay, if you take the movie script, not the play lyrics or the play script, but the movie script, the movie lyrics, most of this still applies to today. A lot of the stuff in here, sadly, happily, however you want to look at it, applies to today. There's stuff in the actual stage show recording that you can't say on stage anymore. You can't say in a movie anymore. And there's certain characters. Actually, there's pretty much only one or two characters who we have in the movie who you can't have today or at least not played the way they're played or the way mm-hmm. they're written it would so definitely when, have to be adjusted uh, yeah when you make kickapoo joy yeah, juice i was gonna say the kickapoo joy juice stuff is uh, is rough is, but is, yeah is one of them the the token native american correct yes and okay. in the stage show because in the opening number it's a typical day we meet all the characters of dog patch the movie kind of oh the cats the cats number yes Yes. okay yes (laughs) yes the cats number (laughs) yes jellicle hillbillies it was it was come on it's like i'm this character the black cat i'm this character the mad cat (laughs) you're 100 right but the stage show has The stage show has, we meet more of the cast and we see them in the movie, but we don't meet them in the movie the way they do. So we'll have to water that down and thin that out just a little bit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) I've always said nowadays, yeah, reviving it would be pretty, pretty rough with the whole Confederate thing. But why this wasn't revived during the final George W. Bush administration? I mean, that would have been with the whole hillbilly politics vibe <laughs> it would have been perfect there perfect was there was a, not a revival but there was maybe it was encores encores in 98 something like that with um burke moses yeah as as a uh, abner leia delaria played marion sam and sam oh gender bent marion sam i'm here for it but yep. just oh. but burke moses the original guest on on broadway as abner Whew. okay I mean, <laughs> I mean, Peter Palmer. Yeah. Oh. Who? Okay. I so love well. Peter Palmer. I, I will send. Sorry, 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 Mark. The gays are going to take over for a hot second. Peter Palmer. <laughs> yes. Peter Palmer is. I I'd go for Peter Palmer. Frankly, yep. he's amazing. <laughs> he just died. He, well, a couple years ago now, but he mm-hmm. looks like 
Superman. Yes? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> is yeah. that, is the image, I mean, I don't know what came first, him or the image of Superman. I'm pretty sure the image <laughs> of Superman came first. But, like, was he modeled? Or was, was, did DC model Superman after him or something? Well, let's see. You said it, it, it was in 33. I think maybe they modeled Superman after Lil Abner. I mean, I don't know that for sure. But I think Abner came first. I think. Yeah. Cause also, or around Peter, the same time. Peter Palmer, I believe, I think he was actually blonde in real life. And so they dyed his hair for Broadway. They dyed his hair for the movie. But he, it's that blue-black dye, hair dye. So it looks like uh-huh. a cartoon. Yes. And that was another one of my notes was within the film and Broadway, of course. The film is literally a cartoon on film in the sense that the sets are flat. Flat as a pancake. Yes. <laughs> like, they know what they are. Like, it's, it's brilliant. Hey, when, in the opening, when the, the house moves and shakes... Yep. I mean, before the guy gets thrown out, that's genius. That's amazing. The the costumes, I mean, I get it that they were going for the cartoonish vibes. But there was, I was still just like, this is too much like a party city costume. Like, you could have done, nope, I'm not apologizing. They're this graphic. Like... They're graphic. The word is graphic. I've done graphic costumes there. before, but there was still a and level of realism there. The stage version was even more heavy-handed than the film version was. Like, they had, like, black lines as the seams. Literally. See, they wanted things I think to I would have liked like that. that. That I would like, because I like You don't graphic. know how it works on film, though. On film, it might not come off. True. But, like... I have, I have one of the costumes from the film. You do? In my, Is... in my collection. Is, is it, it Leslie Parrish's shorts? Is it is she, not. I would kill the only for shorts Parrish's that she up. wears. <laughs> but it is a very recognizable piece from the film. I'm very proud to own it. Is it the tie? <gasps> no. Oh Are you, you're going to show us? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry, Please. listeners. You can't see this, but <gasps> <gasps> Mark oh has. Mark, do I want to say it or do I want to just post yeah, a picture of it? Yeah, I'm sorry for your listeners. It's not very interesting, but this. You know is... what? No, 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 no. We're not going to say it. I'm going. Send me a picture and I'll put it on the socials so this way people okay. can finally see what you have. But it is good. It is. That I'm. Is... Uh, I can't believe I have to keep my mouth shut. Right? Isn't that pretty cool? You know what? Say, well, say it. I'll bleep it out when I edit it. I mean, that's amazing that you had. Yeah, I was hoping. I mean, it's it's definitely the film, one, the one he wears throughout the whole film. Um, I was hoping it would also be the same like from Broadway like they just took the costumes and moved it to Broadway <laughs> but it's different than the Broadway one so it's not his but it is the original film I do have to say though I didn't I didn't do a, a lot of work into this and like looking into this movie but knowing that all but three of them are from the Broadway show like yeah that that's pretty amazing like I think the only other one that uh, other like film or stage to film adaptation that I've done that has a similar turnaround is 1776, where yeah. all but like two or yeah. three of the P- say, original cast are in the movie. So There's a few of them, Pajama Game, uh, Damn Yankees, are sort of like that. They used to be still a lot haven't of done those. So <laughs> ah. they haven't done Pajama Game. Most of the cast, but then like have to chop one for a celebrity. So like Tab Hunter and. I mean, he's in of course because you need day in pajama game you need the the global appeal rather than the theatrical appeal, right. the, the theater community appeal if you will well uh 
sorry, what was the actor's name who plays Earthquake Magoon? Uh, Bern Hoffman. So he is the opening uh, guy in On the Town. I feel like I'm not out of bed yet. Oh my god! I look because I, I I looked him up and I was like, you you he also looked yeah. familiar. Thank you for answering that. I sent you um, that meme. It's, now it makes sense. <laughs> um, the other one of the biggest confusing parts of this movie is when this takes place because we're in this cartoonish town that I thought it was literally like frontier times. <laughs> Well, and then they talk about the Civil War, so I'm like, okay, maybe we're we are in the frontier still. Like maybe we're early 1900s. And then they brought up Elvis and the atomic bomb, and I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> this is a modern modern for this movie. Uh, Present day. Yeah, <laughs> we'll use the term loosely. Yeah. Modern day. Modern. That yeah, one mid 50s. I was just like, what is that? What is this? I. Yeah. It's crazy. The show went through a big... It was originally... Uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein were going to produce it. They weren't going to write what? it. They were going to produce it. Huh. Originally, like, in the early 50s. And then uh, Alan J. Lerner got the rights to it. Um, but he got busy on a different show, My Fair Lady, and dropped... Oh, that little <laughs> oh, thing. That dropped nah, it. So nah. This show was odd. It was It was the first sort of experimental thing where the movie studio funded the Broadway show with the intention of when it ran for a little bit, we would move everything and make it a film. This is why I oh. like having Mark on. I don't have to do anything. You go ahead, Mark. I'm just so going to, it was, it was really popular and it could have run much longer than it did, but it was sort of cut short so that they could preserve it and move everyone and film it. So it, that's why it's, it's just, it's probably one of the most accurate film, you know, stage to film adaptations because they really yeah they put it on stage with the intention of putting it on film is this um, is, it didn't wow. it didn't nothing they didn't do it anymore after that with that intention but to your knowledge either of your knowledges so combine your powers for a hot second uh um is this based off of like actual comic strips like I like the story itself, not the characters or anything. I don't like believe that. so. I, I mean, other than so. that, the characters are from this comic strip. I think it's 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 its own story. Like they just took these characters and made another story for them. That's all. Okay, yeah. but like, do are are you knowledgeable about the comic strips at all, or do you only really know the show slash movie? I mostly know the show. I I looked into the comics a long time ago when I was in the show, but it's been a long time. Who'd you play? I played Pappy Yoakum. Nice. I he, I, you know what I will give this one another compliment everyone are you ready I hope you're sitting down I did like his character arc and it's interesting that it felt like the roles the it, it felt that the roles are reversed where it's usually like the wife or the girlfriend or the the woman of the relationship to find their voice and speak out and say no I'm going to say what I'm going to say because it's very important but in this one uh, Mammy Yoakum is the one that is like now do this now do that yep. look at my I tonic blah, blah. and then he goes no my turn yep. uh, and, and I love little... rights John <laughs> <laughs> god 
damn it. But it just, was his little chicken walk, like when he just walks. Oh god, that it's and so the... good. And he leaps like he leaps to punch someone, and Abner catches him in his arms. I mean, and Abner, yeah. I had to look it up. He, Peter Palmer's only six three, so everyone six, else must be like five foot nothing around him. Wait, yeah. only six three? I'm five He's six seven, four. I read so... six four. Just how tall I am. What do you mean He's... only? I thought he because. Every he looked so much taller than everyone else. Well, look at especially um watch uh, sorry look at the comic strip. Abner's shoes are very thick. The bottom of his shoes are like really high. Shoes. Yeah. Oh. So but do we? I mean, I don't. I don't know if they did that. I don't know if they gave him that much of a heel though, because of all the stuff that he had to do. And when he goes to Washington and he's there with the other husbands who have now been abnified with the Oakenberry tonic, he's the only one wearing his own shoes everyone is in like white flats or white sneakers whatever but he's wearing his brown brown shoes boots yeah yeah interesting i have to look it again because i it literally i had to look it up because like the parents look like they're what like five (laughs) five nothing uh leslie Parrish, who plays daisy may also looked like she was (laughs) like and the way he picks her up at like if I had my brothers and and just (laughs) yep (laughs) it's lovely the the way he's just nonchalantly carrying an anvil in one scene I was like what is happening like the anvil might be necessary to the town I love that too of course what are you you doing Abner he was not the first choice for the film he was this was his first Peter Palmer this was his first gig they they saw 400 people for the role and they plucked him out he was in the navy and they saw him yeah. in like a USO show and they were like, oh, that's Abner. But originally Van Johnson was supposed to do it. And then um, they really wanted. Um, well, you said, so wait, are you saying like even for the stage version, he wasn't the Even for option? the stage version. Got it. And they, they wanted uh, Andy Griffith originally. I can kind of <laughs> see that. Who was the, oh shoot. Who's the male muscle model who did a bunch of pictures? There's tons of them of him as Abner. Like he wanted to be a part of it. Let me see if I can find on the IMDb about. No, but there was someone else. But while you're checking that, so speaking of casting, uh, Moonbeam McSwine, Carmen Alvarez, Mm -hmm. both on stage and in the movie. She's great. We love her. She replaced Cheetah Rivera in Bye Bye Birdie and West Side Story. Yep. This show, this movie. Oh come what? on! The music what? is so good. What? The dance yeah, what is don't you so like? good. What's and what is this? What do we I, have to do? Hysterical. I was I was hate watching it the other day. I was like, what is? <laughs> I thought I was like, okay, maybe they picked this because they're like, fuck the patriarchy. Let's all wear pussy hats and talk about feminism in this hour. <laughs> no, it's just a great musical. It's, it's just, just fun. It's like, silly. It's stupid. It's fun. Come on, I the saw... country's in the very best of hands, and they talk about Washington, and you know, none of that resonated, no. nothing? No. Wow. No. And then, like, the whole big business and everything, choreography, like, that whole, uh, what is that? What is the name of it? The... Can Stay Ballet? Yes. Um, I mean, it's insane, but I give, like, it's great dancing. That 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 section when it's like the 
three or four main couples. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, mm-hmm. the, the newly, the, they're husbands about to. Husbands and wives. No, no, no. They, oh. they are about, well, yeah, they're about to be husbands and wives. Um, are like, like they're the featured dancers, if you will. And yeah. that was, that was kind of fun. I was still like, that's a, that's a trope too. Like in these ballet numbers where they're like, I'm around a tree. I'm on the other side of the tree. You can't see me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you having trouble with suspension of disbelief in a musical? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted realism for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, no, that was one of my notes. Is that like, who's married to who? Because we have these women who talk about their husbands, but then they're divorced and then well no she's he's dead he's like there's no consistency as to who's married to who who I, can get a husband who's allowed to get a husband there's nothing whatsoever I'd like to know more about these rules for the sadie hawkins day race <laughs> because how did abner partake in a lot of them in a still signal because he's well, fast, he's no one. No, 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 no. Both of you had that moment of, oh shit, no, he got, he's no. right. Well, no, no, because uh, I'm curious. Is there a time limit? Like, is that's there what a, I'm saying. Like, I need to know more of these rules. You get like, two hours. I like. Yeah, I'm that, sure there's a time limit. Probably sundown or something like that. But they did a Sadie in the comics. They did a Sadie Hawkins race every year from I guess 1933. Or you said I don't think she caught him <laughs> until 1952, and their marriage was on the cover of Life magazine. Holy shit. <laughs> he was single for 20 years <laughs> granted he probably also saved the same age for 20 years so yeah <laughs> but he can outrun he's got yokenberry tonic he could outpace them all which um so the first time i saw this show was a community production the nutmeg players in clinton connecticut hey clinton connecticut um shout out but, uh, shout out what up? but the uh program was newspaper I think I still have a copy of it somewhere. That's and, interesting. Yeah. So, but they printed it, and the cover is it might be Dog the picture time. of them from their wedding from their wedding day. It might be that picture. I don't know. But um, so I that's how I learned about the show's little Abner. A friend of mine was in it. I'm gonna go see this. Great. And I fell in love with it. And I could only find the movie at a neighbor neighbor town's video store that my mom had to drive to to rent it, so I could watch the Labner the movie. Nope, sorry Amazing. guys. Did not like this. Did not. I was hate watching it. I was just like, oh, <laughs> the disappointment emanating from you is. You're gonna watch this again at some point. You're gonna be like, what was I so down about? I think you heard a southern accent and you immediately turned <gasps> hate watch. Uh no, <laughs> I I gave it. I gave it like ten minutes, and I was like, what is happening in this? What are they saying? these pugilistical isn't a word that you throw around often i made it through the goddamn cats number where they were introducing themselves and i was like i don't know who's who (laughs) which is short in the movie i don't i don't know who's who you and you said you had a whole line to impress me on who you are and i have no idea like nothing stuck i don't so many good bits like the fire i gotta fire that driver the whole running joke of you better fire that chauffeur or whatever he says yes is incredible and and during sand slips it in at the end uh, (laughs) and then and then he tries to whore her off like yeah it's general boomus it's he's a comic character he's a bad guy he's a bad guy he's the bad guy (laughs) so 
<laughs> Speaking of these awful characters, they're going to so suicide him. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, but I just want to point out also that future Broadway people that we love, we enjoy. Beth Howland is in this movie from Company. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Original Amy. movie. Yep. Um, Valerie. And Valerie Harper. Valerie Harper is in this movie. This they're is both, a huge cast, I have to they're say. They're both put them back wives. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So, is this is this show this large, like, uh, of a cast? Yeah. I mean, they fill it out for the movie. But it's, I mean, I mean, they were big ensembles back then, especially a big dance show like this. Oh yeah. God. Because that was back in the day when you had the, like, here's the dancing crew. Here's the singing crew. Right, here yep. are the leads. Who will sing and act? Here's like Jerry had... Lewis. Yep, here's Jerry Lewis who will show up and get major money to do a 35 second bit. Yes. Do you, do we do either of you know his character's name? Itchy McRabbit. Rabbit. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> so glad I did not put money on it. <laughs> um, and they even mention him later in the movie. His name gets mentioned again. <laughs> Do they drop it later in the movie, too? They do. Yes. That's so funny. Come on, there's no jackass like our jackass. <laughs> and guess I just don't understand. This movie is just so colorful and silly it and stupid. Is. I don't know. I... <laughs> it was, I was very upset watching it. The, the whole celebratory dance about them having to evacuate the town got me very confused. Because <laughs> they're dumb. Dog well, people yes. are dumb. Yes, that I picked up on, but I was still just like, you guys? What? And then later they are They're so the serious. most unnecessary. That's a big deal. It's like it's like Elf. It's like the joy of Elf. They made the <laughs> world's best cup of coffee. You did it. It's that same. We're the most unnecessary. We did it. I got I got nothing to I got nothing. <laughs> okay, so I found it was Steve Reeves. Oh, oh. Reeves. Wow. So pushing. he wasn't in it. No, but he wanted to be. Because he could have been one of the... Taking an old Steve Reeves movie. <laughs> Rocky Horror, anybody? No, yeah. no, I got you. No, I'll watch <laughs> okay. that. I'll watch that right after we're done. It's fine. Because I'm even, I'm looking, I guess because they don't talk, they don't credit the husbands. They don't credit... Anybody but the, the leads. Yeah. I'm yeah, no. I'm still look I'm looking on IMDb on the uncredited section and I don't see any of their like pre transformation. Yeah, they literally don't say a word, which is yeah, fascinating. No. <laughs> they don't want to pay them. I'm also very curious about the shoe budget for this film, only in the sense that I can see. I'm like, I can't tell if their feet are bare or if they have something like maybe. A light sandal they have they have like little foot guards if you look close you can see little like um there there's half soles where yeah there there is a a sandal like thing that only covers the ball of your foot not the heel oh. okay so so it helps with like turns and stuff but on mm-hmm. the top it looks like it like uh strappy with sandals like gotcha. like a sandal like um, a nude, like ballet shoe, sort of a situation. Yes. Okay. Or they could have done, um, they could have painted the feet onto, like jazz shoes or something, like painted toes. Mm-hmm. It's true. 
They they were very crafty back in the day. Hell, you even you even pointed out that they used flats for the houses. So yeah, why not? Literally, literally flats. Flats. Oh my god. Um, they kept saying names, and they kept they have this own shorthand. It felt like that because I didn't know it. I was coming into it blind, not knowing the comics, never seeing the show before. I was looking for help, and they weren't helping me. They, they they were like, we said it and we're moving on. We said it, we're moving. And I was just like, guys, what? I have questions. What did you say? <laughs> and I know that they were giving exposition dumps, but I still had questions from the last <laughs> exposition dump that they were like, F- screw you, we're moving on. <laughs> you got two hours. Let's go. It moves at a clip. <laughs> that's for sure. Next scene. Who cares what we just sang and dance about? Nope. Keep going. I'm going to guess at the time they expected people to follow along with you already know this comic. Again, at the time, you know these characters. You know who they are. We don't have to give you backstory because you know who everyone is. And like you said, keep moving on. Right. In 1959, I guess that nobody had the foresight to be like, in 2024, three dudes are going (laughs) to talk about this on a podcast. Right. And break it down. And break it down. One of them is going to be a hateful bitch, <laughs> and the other two are going to like wonder why they're on this episode. Then, <laughs> so wait, I have to ask. So, you only watched this because we asked you to? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Even, I don't. I don't think I ever wow. knew the show existed. <laughs> I'm being totally honest. Yeah. I played at the St. James. <laughs> Which is the theater I've seen the most Broadway shows in is the St. James. Oh, that's impressive because Producers was there for a long time. Which I saw there, too. <laughs> and Gypsy and Tommy. I saw oh. Oh, Gypsy, Tommy, Producers. A lot of one-name shows go there. <laughs> uh, Michael Kidd won the Tony for this as well as uh, feature, uh, Edith Adams for Best Featured Actress in 1957. Oh. Peter Palmer won a Theater World Award for this. Um, so way to go, everyone. Yay. Well done. <laughs> I also have to point out, I love the orchestrations in this film. Mm. Just, and one of the most heartbreaking moments after all is at the end of Sadie Hawkins when Impassionata taps Abner. <laughs> uh, the way the music and the look on her on daisy's face uh broke my heart (laughs) now that's another thing too about this because throughout the that dance other women were literally lunging at men and like some of them did is it that they had to literally subdue and catch them or is it touch like a touch football kind of a thing (laughs) because some of them did like there was that one comic couple where he was always running like somehow like squirreled out of whatever she whatever trap that she sent him or like he managed to like out like i can't remember Come out of his all clothes. the choreography like yeah being, yeah yeah so i'm like okay again what are the rules i want rules <laughs> they have to be caught i have to be trapped so when a passionata touches <clears throat> him though is it because he's standing still and like decides to resign well, I guess he's trapped, so he can't move. He can't run away. 
So, oh, so he's trapped in more of like the metaphysical sense. <laughs> Correct. It doesn't matter how they're trapped as long as they can't get away. <laughs> Financially, doesn't matter. Because yep, oh, they owe money. Financial life trapped. legal. Just so the general apassionata. Er- there is no original characters in this then this is the story itself is original it's just that everyone is from the comics you're saying i don't know about like general bull moose and the passion out of on climax i don't remember them but like there's clearly decades worth of comics but i don't remember it's usually just the dog patchians that they that they follow so i don't know about that let me see if I can find uh, Passion on Climax. Certainly, I can't imagine that name being in the newspaper <laughs> in the 1930s and 40s. <laughs> They're like, we can we can put it on stage. It's fine. I mean, it could have been just a passionata, and then later they added the von. Climax that is true. Part. That is true. I used to have a book of Abner comics. So I where that is? So in 2006, Goodspeed did this show yes yeah in connecticut Which they updated it they updated it to include martha stewart donald trump and al sharpton among others <laughs> and the actor who played general boom bull moose was a dick cheney look-alike interesting you got interesting. my money so so mark were you the one that said that they should have done this they should have during there you go. 2006. You go. Apparently it wasn't good. <laughs> no. Um, and reprise Broadway's best produced the musical in Los Angeles in February 2008. So there was a life in the 21st century for this musical. Yeah. Yay. 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 It deserves it. Yes. It's got... And whether it's presented ironically or f- definitely not factually, I think it still has a place. It's still appropriate. You could play this right now, and except for uh, the the Native American character, general nineteen fifties yeah. racism. We'll we'll leave that mm-hmm. part out. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, this could play and would still be logical. Give it a second watch. I'll I'll pay attention this time. <laughs> Just you know, just and and watch and that was that was the thing. I don't do that when I'm watching these for the first time. I watch them sober, Mark. When mistake, I'm I, mistake. Well, neither of you told me to not do that. Well, we didn't know you couldn't handle some cartoonery. It's sir. Oh no no It's fun, it's over the top, it's camp. Camp. I handle cartoonery just fine. I just didn't know. <laughs> like I knew, I knew it was like actually looking into this. And before I started watching it, I was like, "Oh, it's a comic strip." Okay, let's look a little bit in that. And I was like, "Yeah, sure, sure, sure." But I didn't realize how much it was going to look like the comic strip, like a like a um, like your good man Charlie Brown does. That's a great comparison. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I've designed shows where they were based off of properties. So I know what it, I know what to do and what to, what it's like, but I'm like, this is something I kind of wish. Would it have been better or worse though, if it was a cart actual cartoon? Mm. Oh, 
I think it works better as a live action because with a cartoon, if you make car, oh god, how do I say this? If you make a cartoon too cartoony, it just seems silly. Whereas this is silly. Trust me, I know this movie is silly, but you're willing to roll with it because it's human beings being silly. Whereas if it's a cartoon being over the top, this nuts, you're like, ugh, this is too much. I also couldn't get that choreography right with. <laughs> what? What do you mean? They could add more to it. They could do like spin like a top, <laughs> literally. Putting the kid and Michael Kidd. <laughs> Which and anytime I hear Michael Kidd, all I think of is the birdcage. Yes. Michael Kidd, Michael, Michael Kidd. Kidd. Madonna, 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 Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat? I you guys, I'm sorry to Actually, I'm not sorry, but the rain on our parade. I just, did. It took the rag off in our bush. Yeah, uh-huh. just. But do you understand where I'm coming from? Do you see? You don't see it? No, okay. we don't. Okay. No, I think you gave it an unfair shot. And I think no, I didn't. Nope, I think I that went into skunk, it. Your roast skunk is very possible. <laughs> Another great line. I went into it, open mind. I was ready. I was like, cool. We are going to watch it on this day, a couple of days ahead, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I may have been sick when I watched it. I don't care. But I was still so angry. So very angry. On the $8 wedding, the $4 wedding and all those bits. Exactly. And Daisy May's line, we got to stand up for womanhood. (laughs) I wish Daisy May actually did have her costume changed instead of wearing those goddamn shorts the whole time. Because when <laughs> she showed up to Washington, the fancy banquet, still wearing the shorts, I was like, "But now she's in blue." Yeah, give her a dress. <laughs> but I love that. I I believe all of her tops, no matter what color they were, all the dots the were in the dots. same mm-hmm. spot. Everything yeah, was in was. the exact same spot, just different colors. Yep, genius. Oh my god. All right, this movie go. well quick, this movie, so I was a kid and I had a vivid memory growing up of seeing some movie with my mom on TV that was colorful and bright and I was obsessed with it and we had no idea what it was. We came into it in the middle of it. And this was, you know, back in the day when you couldn't there was no guide channel or anything. And I mean I went years and years and years with this mystery movie. <laughs> Until I was cast in the show and then watched the film, and it was like, oh my God, this, this is was that it. movie. So it's always been one of my all time favorites. So, Tommy, did you see the movie first or the show? I saw the stage show first and then trying to find the movie because this would have been 1994 something, whatever, when Nutmeg Players, hey again, did it. And it was to hunt this movie down and having to call all my local video rental places to find this movie was such a pain but i finally found it i watched it and i illegally copied it and i watched it over and over and over that's fine i don't think there's a statute of limitation for that (laughs) when you hook up your vcrs together it's cool people people might be listening to this episode and be like what's a vcr oh my god By the way, I'm giving the finger to the camera. Yeah, right. yeah, you are. That's not the first time you did that this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get it to sharp and flat, shall we? Let's oh, do boy. it. Sharp 
flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Guys, I don't have any sharps. I have plenty of sharps. I only have one flat. I, I have five flats. I have zero what? sharps. It's all sharp. Sharp is attack, sir. <laughs> Tommy, go first with your sharps then. Okay, so my sharps are, I'm holding up a piece of paper that I wrote this down on. In the Sadie Hawkins Day Ballet, those two little hound dogs. You know what? That, actually, them. that was that was the moment that I did laugh. That was the moment that I was like, that's cute. And I did write that down. Fine. I'll concede and agree to your sharp. <laughs> to my sharp of the dogs. Of the also, dog. and we spoke a little bit about uh, the orchestrations are just so lovely for this film. They're very well done. They exude what they need to. The writing in the sense of the jokes, especially for the time, the jokes they could get away with, I think is perfect. And like, and what's it, Daisy's line about uh, women's rights and stuff like that? It's skewed, but it for this, it works. Oh, and the choreography is a sharp, definitely, as we talked about, Mr. Kid. Love the choreo. So, Mark, how about you? I mean, I what I, it's all sharp. I, I don't know. I feel like every time I do this, every time I, I love it all. I think it's got a great score, it's got such fun dancing i love the use of language i love the highfalutinness of it all i love that they're so stupid but they speak so long-windedly in their own it's very uh you know music man-esque almost where it's like their own it's this own version of english um that i just love and uh it's just so much fun i think you know they flipped all the gender roles while still making it just light and fun. I mean, this was a, they, they used to call these kind of shows tired businessman shows. These shows were for tired businessmen uh, in New York who just want a nice, relaxing, light, flowy evening with lots of energy and pretty girls and buff guys and just to have a good time. And that's what this show brings. I have spoken. So wait, in the show, in the stage version then, do they have the the change happened with the husbands they have a they have a cast of the scrawny guys and the bustly guys yes when i saw it they didn't have i don't know how it's supposed to be staged i've never seen it on stage other than that one production i saw the (laughs) the muscle husbands were literally cardboard cutouts of painted men (laughs) who just didn't respond where that's awesome that's funny it, it makes total sense now but back then i'm like wait what you Why know are they just but it, it makes sense but i was just puzzled so both of you mark i know you said you watched half the movie first but then you were in the show and tommy you saw the show first i think the hindrance for me to give me a little bit more credit at the end of this episode <laughs> is that i've seen the movie first i feel like seeing a show like this there, there's a little bit more nuance with seeing it live than watching the movie. Would you agree to that? Would you guys concede to that? No? Okay. It, no, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Because something maybe. like that, I would laugh my ass off if I saw five cardboard cutouts of muscly men <laughs> like 
and be like, what the fuck? Am-? I would also say, what the fuck am I watching? But like, that's <laughs> funny. I know that's <laughs> funny. So like, yeah. Um, Flats, here we go. You all gonna hate me for these, and I'm not sorry. These are my uh, opinions. Uh, flat number one is for men. Uh, flat number two, I didn't really like the dialogue. The way that the, the... the I don't know how to describe it, though. It's not... It's like the verbiage that they used. I Because I'm so... I was like, what are you saying? Please tell me what you're saying. Um... Okay, so there's a fat joke with Sam in the beginning when he's trying to cross his legs. And as a big guy, I didn't like that, personally. Because there was a time in my life where I couldn't cross my legs like that. So there's a reason for that one. Um, I also, I didn't like the costumes. Like I said, I flatted them. And then I want to flat... You guys are going to really hate me. I want to flat the concept of stupefying Jones. The, yeah... A silent woman who just comes out and all the men stop in their tracks? Come on. Well, I guess my question with Stupefying Jones is, within the concept of the storyline, is she genetically created? Like, is, is she, she a robot? robot? Like, she's a robot. She? I think she's, I don't know, you know. Yeah, if, Stupefying, if Stupefying Jones came out and had James Earl Jones's, James Earl Jones's voice, I would be laughing my ass off. Like something like that would be like the the economy of it. I watched Stardust. I rewatched Stardust again, and there's that one scene where the uh, one guy, uh, oh Michelle Pfeiffer, turns a guy into like a woman, and he says his name is like Bernard or something, but he's a woman, and that's funny to me. So if she had a if she had a voice, or if like we heard beeps and whirs or something to show that she's a robot, because I mean this show is. Yeah of the modern times, quote unquote, just something. Yeah. No, I gotcha. And I've always wondered that in the sense of, is she a robot? I really don't know. I understand her role. I understand the point of her character, but I'm like, I, I'm not sure who or what you are. Stupefying Jones. I mean, she could also just be a golem because there's magic in this world. (laughs) True. (laughs) I wasn't yes, trying she's, to be funny when I said that. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to say like, you know, he create, he literally created her and used magic that somebody showed him or yes. he knows. And for some reason keeps her in a missile. Listen. <laughs> like, why does she live in a missile? Listen, I don't. <laughs> it could be Grace Jones and Pee Wee's ho- holiday oh my God. special oh, in a box. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just put her in anything. I showed that a I, I showed Pee-Wee's Playhouse Christmas special to my kids this year. And having to explain so much of that special was insane. Who is that? Oh my god, it's literally one of my favorites of all time. I'm showing everyone, I'm showing them, I just so happened to have right next to me my DVD copy that I had to buy, because there is no internet presence for this. I had to buy this when I did it a few episodes ago, so, still in my collection. Oh, Oh, god, I love that movie. It's It's in our DVD drawers outside. It's the gayest (laughs) film that's ever been made. It's, I mean... Oh, and there's a few I'd like to introduce to you. Mm. 
Well, wait, with when... Dinosaur singing 12 Days of Christmas? I mean, when you're having the... T- I can't believe we're talking about Peavy's <laughs> Christmas special here. When you have the, the two muscly, barely clothed men building the fruitcake room, I was like, ah, yes, there are the gays. Come on. And, and you have come Annette Funicello, come on. Got the what the Navy men's chorus or whatever in the beginning. No, nope, they are. It wasn't them. It was a gay men's chorus dressed <laughs> up as a military uniforms. <laughs> okay. oh. So, so anyway, good. um, speaking of shirtless, so little Abner, let's get back to muscle, <laughs> muscly little Abner. So my only flat for this, because my only flat for this is the makeup, only in the sense of it is. Like Broadway theater makeup on film. Like, look that at the might... Scrags. Look at Romeo Scrag. It is just like the camera's right here. You don't need to do that. You're you're not painted for the back row. You're talking. You're you're talking uh, about the the. Oh my God, her relatives. Yes, yes the one who gives almost in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Almost. Almost. But, They're just supposed but... to be dirty, but it's a. It's touches a line so we'll say character makeup for a lot of these characters <laughs> not just the scrags a lot of the makeup in this is full-blown theater makeup with a hollywood lens on it and it's so extreme and again i appreciate and i want that comic strip idea it's just it's too much just we gotta blend a little blender or not enough not don't like pound it on <laughs> just yeah, like or yeah yeah, just pull back. Bathe in this Ben it's... Nye for a minute. <laughs> yeah, Mark, it does, you... the, the movie does feel very stage-like, which I love. I love that aspect of it, but I can see why that would be a, a negative for a lot of people watching a film. It does feel very tripod in front of a, a set. You know? Yeah. And that's that was I, a so... lot of films at this time period. Well, they just didn't know how to film musicals a lot of time. They, it was just easier to stage the you know just put it on stage come on you you were on the kiss me kate episode with the ever-changing stage dimensions that were happening you know it's all then there's shows there's a movie called top banana have you ever heard of top banana no it's a phil silvers Silvers. yeah uh it's a cute fun little show and there's a film version of it with almost all the of the original broadway cast but that they literally at the end of the national tour set up the set in a theater and filmed it like as a movie with the intention of releasing it in 3d so that you felt like you were in a theater watching a stage show that was like the theory behind Uh, it no 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 no. but then 3d the bottom dropped out of the 3d craze so they cut the 3d element so it just feels like you're watching a very staged uh so pbs show it's almost it borders Reporters that it's hard to find. Top banana, nineteen fifty-two. I want to say. Are there are there close-ups at all in this, or is it just tripod yeah, I mean, it's been, filming? Yeah, the no, stage. it's not like it's just a stage shot. I mean, oh, it's okay, okay, like, okay. But it's, I mean, oh, okay. it's clearly like the theater set, and they're in a theater and they're running it like a play. Interesting, hmm. but that also puts some limitations on them, where they they're like, "This is all we can show. We can't show anything else." But you know, the show which was, is self-contained in a theater so that you know there was no need to expand it to make it a big film but that's probably why no one's heard of it and it's not no one uh, has seen it i mean it was just probably one of those like little me for sid caesar it was just one of those star vehicles 
We have oh, a name yeah. here. I mean, show. Encores, come on, get on it. Top Banana is called? Top Banana. So you want to <laughs> be the Top Banana. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, don't make me make you watch Top Banana. I'll do it. All right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm not, I was not afraid to share my opinions on this episode. You think I'm afraid it's to share my opinions clearly, on anything? <laughs> clearly, Mark and I are very upset about your feelings <laughs> oh. about this movie. I got nothing. Go home I and get, buy uh, my pillow. I guess, I guess I'm just a... <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have any uh, flats? Did you say you had flats? I can't I have my, no, my flat was a, an understanding how someone could flat it being very theatrical instead of very cinematic. I mean, you know, I could flat the, the Kickapoo Joy Juice stuff. You know, of course that stuff is just sort of par for the What course, is course. that? Which, vodka. It, it, it's, it's, it's vodka. vodka. It's whiskey. Uh, or gin. It's, it's, it's alcohol. It's, it's alcohol. It's, crap. Okay. Bathtub, bathtub. it's moonshine. It's moonshine. Crap. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Moonshine. Because because her the tonic is just like a fruit juice, a juice from a fruit, right? Yeah, or fruit juice. Yeah, from mm-hmm. whatever a yokumberry. Yokumberry tonic is, which is the only tree, and it only grows in their yard. Yep. But I'm I'm pre- I'm presuming uh, yokumberry is a fruit because of the suffix berry. Uh, yeah, I hope so. So, but I'm a, I'm also assuming that she, I can't. She says the recipe right at one point, where it's the yokumberry juice and the yokumberry, and then like there's other. Is there other ingredients or is it just the I juice of the yokumberry? It's just the, the yokumberry juice, the yokumberries. But interesting. Yeah. But what, what does a yokumberry look like? Is <laughs> let's it, let's it, get honestly, that. It's a berry with a muscle. <laughs> Oh. It's a muscly berry. Wow. I don't know. Just, just like a, like a, like a good a, bear. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, would, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? Spoiler alert: I wrote nothing. <laughs> so I'll start. One of my favorite songs in musical theater show tune, and I don't know why it's not like one of the most popular. But uh, if I had my druthers, is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite songs. Um, it's not as great in the film as the stage version. The stage version is a much better version of that song. Um, that one, I'm Past My Prime, is a favorite duet of mine. I think it's just so catchy and silly and fun. Yeah, those ones I, I play often. I would absolutely add If I Had My Druthers, which I actually, I kind of sing when I walk our dog. Our dog is deaf, so he doesn't have to hear me. And <laughs> so when we're walking, I love that song and absolutely and namely you is just so beautiful i love the song so much namely you what is that one song that they sing for the general all the time what's good for general general is good for the usa yeah but like there's a whole there's another hip hop up and what's good yeah because i felt like that was the only one that was like recorded live Right, could be. I mean, it didn't really have any. It might have been, yeah. Music, it's it's it? acapella. Yeah, it was. Acapella. Yeah, there was there, there was that one song that like all of his staff sang, and it sound. I was like, wow, this is live. Like, yep, that's there is what's no. Good, what, what's good for Jenna Bull Moose? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm past my prime is also. It's so funny. It's so silly because she's not even eighteen. Yeah. But she talks about how she's over the hill. She's everything. It just, Bones it's so are creaking stupid. And he's, he's playing along. 
Yep. Which and made he... me. Which when is that? When is is that? Huckleberry. Or... Oh, that's later in the show. Because I thought I was like, because uh, the, b- before then, again, I was like, this is. 1900s turn of the century <laughs> oh no 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 oh, no <laughs> oh god and the uh, one song in the film that isn't in the stage version i can't remember the name of it it's in the movie it's one of their duets was cut out of town pre-broadway so it was written for the show and then added back in for the film um i Which noticed one? it because i tried to find it's it called, um no, because I, as I watched the film, I printed up your your email, and I checked off each song as it came on. <laughs> Room Enough for Us? Yeah, 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 that's the one. No, that's not the one. I'm not seeing it oh, on... Nope, I'm wrong. They added, that's the one they added after uh, opening. Uh, added for after the show opened. There's Room and Enough it- for Us, yeah. And oh, happy day! You can hear it in the film when they're working on working on the men, like when they're doing their exercises. You can just hear the musicalization of it, of the song "Oh, Happy Day," which is a song that's not in the film. That's not in the film. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> writing <laughs> writing this outline, I went th- on a whole journey as well because there is no. Uh, I had to go th- to different sources to find the actual songs in this, and I was like, "Well, I'm guessing this is the order." <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, the movie cut a lot of stuff. Yeah. And wrote one song. But again, again, I will always say, namely you, just makes my heart smile. And on that note, we're done with the episode. <laughs> Is wow. there what, bang, bang. what do you have to plug or promote? I Let's wish start... it could be otherwise. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I wish it could be otherwise. Okay, I see that. <laughs> oh yeah the second to last one yeah i got there God. uh mark yes what do you have to plug or promote uh come subscribe to my youtube channel broadway way ghost light on youtube i do videos there you might like have you or done you this might one not if have you're you... you know have you done this one I have not done Little Abner. No, I have not done Little Abner. Why not? There's a film version of it, so I don't need to break it down. But you did. It was great. You, and you, Maybe I'll no... do a ten things. Ten things you don't know about Little Abner. And Number I know one, there's have... a movie called Little Abner. <laughs> nope, there are two movies called Little Abner. Get That's it right. true. There's a 1940s one. Yes, I almost. I, I have I almost, that version too. I almost watched that one because I was just like, no one really specified which one we're watching, <laughs> and. I'm not saying that the 40s one isn't a musical. <laughs> no, you don't want Buster Keaton. It's No, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tommy, what do you have to plug or promote? I, I got nothing. Uh, follow me. I'm on Twitter at SpectroPluto. It's just pictures of my home, my dog, and the food that I cook. So, that's... And probably some Broadway stuff, too. Is that also, That's also your Instagram handle. Correct. Yep. Instagram, Twitter, at SpectroPluto. Yep, and I collect Broadway vinyl, so you'll see pictures of my Ooh. Broadway vinyl stuff. Mark, What's your favorite well, vinyl? Welcome. Oh, favorite vinyl. My anti-mame soundtrack. <gasps> Which one? Literally my favorite movie. Which one? Auntie Which, Mame. Ant, Auntie Mame. Oh, Auntie Which one? I thought that... No, I'm thinking of Mame. Just Mame. Oh, no, yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. I, no, no. I love Mame. 
don't get me wrong. Oh my God, theater queers are going to yell at me. No, no, no. no. Mame. That's that's on Mame is so much better than Mame. That's on me. That's on me. That's on me, everyone. I okay. Calm <laughs> down. Mame. Bring it. <laughs> Sorry, I I was just thinking of Mame and like all the like I know that there's been revivals of that one. That's well, where my uh, brain went. And we want there's another been one. One revival with and Angela Lansbury. Okay, Mark. Mark, Mark, Give you and something. I were coming back. Mark, we're coming back. Give me some. Uh, and if you want to see Mark and I duke it out, I guess. <laughs> you I think can... we have disagreed on every movie but one. Well, not even. I think we even disagreed on Cradle of Rock. No, that no, one. Like that you one, like I I really liked. I also liked. You shut up. I loved Kiss Me Kate. I did you? Yes. I thought you didn't like it. There were things about it that I was just like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then Rebecca and I were reminiscing on the one that we did in college. That's where... true. That's true. That's true. Okay, All so right. now I, I have to go watch Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. So <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> that was so fucked up. Um, and oh my god. Uh so if you want to see Mark and I duke it out, because we both live in New York, <laughs> you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Um, if you know of any productions of this that are happening that I can see live, let me know, because I will give this a chance, everyone. Please let any of us know, please. And let, let Tommy and uh, Mark know, because... They will force me to watch it. Yeah, they didn't revive it with Cheyenne Jackson when they had the chance. Oh, different episode, different episode. Okay, we're closing <laughs> out. They can still do it with him, or is he? Did he age out? He's he's, he's up there. There's a well, there's wig and makeup, and he's older than yeah. me, and I'm old. Yeah. Okay. There's theater makeup. We've seen the theater makeup. We know. We've seen the theater makeup in this is movie. That... We know. Romeo Scrag. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation we're going to be talking about high school musical yeah wow i've only seen uh, the second high school musical oh I've seen, all, I've seen all three of them and only watched like the first two one and a half seasons of the show because i just totally. dropped out it, yeah it helped me keep my job thank you guys i appreciate the high school musical <laughs> thanks uh great uh guys I, i'm you know what content <laughs> we created some we sure created some content. content thank you guys for coming back on i hope i didn't sour your opinion of me <laughs> and that you'll come back on because i we have plans for you to come back on uh and with time these wounds will heal <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we'll put some yokum berries on it and we'll see if it heals. Well, you'll just be emotionless studs. Muscly men. Yes. Made out of oh. cardboard. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening and bye for now. Special thanks to Aaron Troy for creating the pods artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles. A huge thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. And thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Life's But a Song. Bye for now, everyone, and have a musical day. <laughs>